0: Assalamu'alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So we are now at our Season 2, Episode 21 of our uh, second half of our years, of our, of our series. So we are also back to our Fundamentals of Faith, um, our second episode of this week. And uh, we're talking. Uh, we're going to wrap up on marriage. And Mashallah, last episode, we were joined by sis Mariam Veen to share about her stories on, on the conversion journey. And it was extremely, extremely uh, heartwarming to know that she was a convert that came from uh, Netherlands, back to Singapore, and then Netherlands and to Singapore again, you know, over the course of a few decades. So today, uh, uh, we are joined by another brother, uh, Brother Amin Wong. And uh, he, Mashallah, he's been a convert for more than 20 years here. I heard that he's, he took his shahada in 20, uh, 1995. So for everyone's information perhaps excessive information, I was born in 1998. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that Brother Amin has been a convert for longer than I've been alive. And uh, to me, I, I just can't wrap my head around that. So uh, we are very, very blessed to have him with us online today to uh, share about his thoughts on, on marriage and the things that we're going to discuss, which are pretty important things, you know. And uh, But before we start, since this Brother Amin's first time with us online uh, on our podcast, Uh, I would just like to get him to introduce himself, you know, how he, uh, just a few uh, minutes on how he found Islam, how, uh, you know, his journey uh, for the past 25 years. So, inshallah, Brother Amin, please go here and introduce yourself.
1: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Very good evening to all of you. Uh, I'm Amin Uding Wong. Uh, I took my shahadat in 1995 at the Jamia Missionary Center. And that was when I was 16 years old. And I took the interest uh, with Islam because uh, I grew up in an estate where I played soccer with the Malay boys and subsequently I see a few of them who are so-called practicing Muslim to you know to do their prayers to do their fasting. I, get, I got curious and I decided to ask them why your Malays have to do all these things. They start to share with me that the, their religion is not just for Malays, it's for the entire universe human beings. I mean so I will I took an interest and started to research on a bit and started to ask them to teach me. And subsequently, at 16 years so, old, I took my Shahada. And afterward, uh, it was a lot of ups and downs uh, during the journey. And I at a point of time I almost did Islam also. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, the I believe that the Allah still loved me, he brought me back again to the to the to the right path. Mm-hmm. And Right now, I'm actually working for the Singapore Muslim Cascade as uh, Imam and also the Juru Mandi, Tuka Mandi for the Janazala. Mm. Yeah. Mashallah. And actually, uh, so far, one more thing to add is, I do, I, do, I converted uh, quite young, but I only got married so called uh, recently, lah. Mm-hmm. 2014, I would say, yes.
0: Mm. Yeah. Alhamdulillah So, uh, Brother Amin He has a lot of experience as a, as a Muslim And uh, has 6 years of experience as a, as a married man um, Married Muslim as well So, MashaAllah uh, Thank you so much for sharing a little bit on your story InshaAllah, we hope to get you back on our podcast also To talk about a little bit more on your on your story In one full episode uh, in the future, InshaAllah So, uh, without further ado I will go into the uh, topic that we are going to talk about today The very last part of Marriage in Islam So, I am just going to start off to talk about the Instagram TV uh, session we had on uh, our Instagram channel at Convert Central, uh, I think about two to three weeks ago. And that was actually um, Sister Alina's series on convert marriages. So um, Sister Alina had a three-episode series where she interviewed uh, converts at different uh, phases of their marriage. But before we started that series we actually had Ustaz Nazim, who is a NAB Qadi. Uh, But the Amin deals with uh, when a Muslim leaves dunya. But MashaAllah, Ustaz Nazim deals with when two Muslims uh, are joined together in marriage. So he's the one who officiates the marriage and he shared about the things he's observed in his few years of being on uh, his few months are uh, going to a year of experience of being a night So I just wanted to start off with that because I think this is something that is pretty relevant in what we're going to share today. So in the TV itself uh, on the IGTV itself if you guys have the time to go and watch it uh, we, we talked about the challenges of a marriage challenges of a marriage for a convert especially. Um these, marriage, now these challenges that Osta shared, you know, includes things like communication and struggling with the intentions of being married. Because for converts, being married typically isn't just about the marriage itself. But most of the time, we talk about coming into Islam first before coming into marriage. So, um, you know, for many, many converts, one of the biggest challenges they struggle struggle with is that, you know, the right intention for coming into marriage uh, shouldn't be to, you know, uh, shouldn't be to after I take my shahada, then right after, I, after that, I get married just because I can. But rather, the intention to get married should be to do it for the sake of Allah and making sure that we are good in love Muslims before we uh, you know, enter another phase of our lives that in- involves guiding another Muslim. So that is something that converts struggle with a lot. And uh, another aspect is that Ustaz Nazi mentioned that when it comes to marriage, communication is also a struggle for many, many converts, especially in uh, Islamic. Um, theories in, in Islamic rulings, understanding what Islam is, you know, uh, with their partners. So sometimes when it comes in the forms of expectations, you know, the 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 married family, the Muslim family expects the convert to be up to speed, but the convert might not be yet, and it needs some time, and uh, you know. Uh, about communication as well uh, beyond what is fadu ayn. You know, the couples talk about. Oh, okay. Do we believe in uh, the five pillars of Islam? Many, many couples also uh, fail to talk about uh, important things that are beyond. For example, whether they uh, ascribe to a certain ideology in, within the mainstream Islamic school of thought or not. So these are the challenges that converts face. And uh, on the t- uh, on the video itself, Ustaz also mentioned. You know, uh, three solutions that we can we can have. Uh, we can you know apply in our own relationships if we are intending to get married so the first solution will be um, always to seek knowledge so seeking knowledge is something that should not stop at marriage Uh, it should be a lifelong process So, with knowledge, inshallah, we will keep improving, and the improvement will come from ourselves, within ourselves, and not from uh, our external influences. So, secondly, we also align our intentions before we get married to know that, okay, we are doing this not because we want to, uh, we just uh, want to get married to the person. We are coming to Islam because we believe in the religion. We are coming into a marriage because we believe that each other can get, uh, can bring uh, ourselves closer to Allah. Lastly, uh, we just mentioned about you know preparation of our din before we start to make sure that we get al-fatu'ain, uh, set up before we get into the marriage, so that you know uh it's already difficult enough attuning to marriage life, but um you know, to attune to marriage life and to learn your fat du'ain as a Muslim at the same time is something that is even tougher. So everything comes together at one shot. It becomes a very, very big challenge instead of something that we can solve step by step. So uh, this is something that, uh, you know, uh, this is the gist of what Usta shared on our Instagram uh, TV session. So inshallah, if if you guys are interested, you can watch the full one hour video on our Instagram uh, as mentioned. And, yeah, this is just a summary of it because we are talking about convert challenges, right? So this is where I want to get brother Amin to come and share about some of his challenges that, you know, uh, you and your wife met in your marriage, you know, about six years ago, you were a convert. Did you meet any challenges uh, that, that we've mentioned earlier? Uh, or And how did you guys uh, solve it?
1: Of course, uh, I believe that for most converts, initially when you got to meet your prospective in-laws, they will be skeptical about you. Yeah. And convert uh, so they are worried that you you came into islam is it because you want to marry my daughter or is it you have other motive but uh yeah uh according to the so-called the one who made me told them already say that uh actually this brother amin have been a muslim for quite a uh, quite a number of years yeah so you yeah. don't convert because of uh because you want to marry your daughter mm. and then subsequently when the the my so-called my in-laws saw me already. They are very yep. pleased with my turnout, uh, my dressing, and so-called. I uh... say, uh, say, okay, I'll give my, the, the, my daughter to you, uh, to you or So-called like that. Actually, yep. I met my wife only for three times. By the third time, I already asked for the marriage proposal already la. Yep. And yep. she just agreed la. So it yep. was uh yeah it's very fast game uh, there's no no much for part towing or what, uh. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. subsequently after you guys got married after the nika after the, the the wedding dinner uh, you know do, do you guys encounter any uh, problems that you know at the start of your marriage uh
1: for, for me and her it's for sure because one thing uh first of all she's from Indonesia yeah and of course uh, language wise one thing mm. and during that time I would say that her uh, so-called her, her English is not that fantastic. Yep. And we try to communicate in basic Malay. La. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, my Malay is not a fantastic idea. La. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit of like uh, chicken and duck talk like that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But
1: then, uh, b- of because initially when we are communicating through the so-called those WhatsApp right now, we did state our very strong intention that we want to get married to begin to a so-called uh, a more religious uh, Life yeah uh. Yeah. Yes, that's why. Well, the intention initially was was there. That's why we have to, so called like keep to that initial intention and yep. keep the fire burning and try to you know overcome uh, all the obstacles. Uh. Mm-hmm. Now of course uh, subsequently when she married to me, uh, married to me, he had to move to Singapore. Yes. Then she had to start to live with me, mm-hmm. uh, together with my family. So called my brother, my sister in law, and my father. Mm-hmm. So it was also a challenge for her. Yeah. Uh, uh, as for me, is that uh, I was trying to so-called like uh make her feel as much comfortable as possible uh, because, uh, I mean, she's coming from another town, coming to a Singapore town, uh, so that's so so that uh, it's quite difficult for her to adjust initially, uh, but alhamdulillah, that uh, I'm able to help her to adjust slowly, and then right now she she can read the MRT line better than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. So, nah. I think two main challenges you mentioned was the cultural difference, right? Language barrier coming from different places. But you also shared something very interesting was that, you know, uh, all the time you, you, you said that you will come back to the intention that you, you know that, okay, for both of you guys, you guys want to get married to have a more religious lifestyle. So with that intention in mind, I think like, mashallah, six years in, Allah really uh, granted you the, the the rewards of your intention. Lah. Uh, you know, you're still married and you, I, I'm sure you guys, you guys have a beautiful daughter as well, right? So mashallah, um, uh, you know, perhaps when we uh, face challenges in our marriage, one of the solutions as brother Amin mentioned is to come back to our intentions for one. You know, for many converts, we will most likely meet a cultural difference when we get married because uh, it's hard to find Chinese converts uh, for myself, you know, to find a convert that is the same race as I am to get married to. And uh, we live in a society where most Muslims are Malays, you know, and uh, a, big, uh, a big number is also for converts uh, within the converts population. Is, uh, they are Filipinos, they are, they are Indians. So most likely we will marry, you know, someone who is not part of our culture. But I think that's the beauty of it. Even though there's challenges, even though sometimes language barrier, we don't understand why each other do certain things. We come back to our intention, which is to, um, you know, get closer to Allah.
1: Yes, correct. Yes. Correct. And yes. within
0: these challenges, we will learn to be more patient. We will learn to be more understanding. And then that's how we get closer to Allah as well. Yes, true. Mashallah. So, uh, other than this, is there advice that you want to give to a newly married uh, convert couple at least 25 years into your journey uh, what what do you see from your perspective is the most uh, important advice for newly married convert couple
1: okay uh, for newly married couple especially when uh the one who is being a, a Muslim, you have to be very patient. And yep. you also need to inform your own parents that, you know, I'm marrying a convert. You got to yep. be patient with him. You don't expect him, you know, to start to wear the sabran everything, every day, and then start to pray five times a day. Always try to give encouragement to the convert, the, the spouse who is a convert. Yep. And if he's able to, you know, he's able to uh, at least solar three times a day give your encouragement say oh well then you have done a good job solar three times a day mm-hmm. you know some mm-hmm. of the bomb mostly they can't even solar one time a day <laughs> you know yeah, this kind yeah. of encouragement yeah. La. Yeah, la. Yep. so and then try to make sure that you no know, uh it's time to study the region together also yep. and and also uh I believe that uh, like was, earlier you mentioned about patience mutual respect all these things those are very important factors also la. uh because I believe that uh if you believe that uh, you want to let this this journey to go as long as possible, uh, important is to always to stand by by your spouse, be whether he's a convert, he's not a convert. Uh, you have to you know, shy away from all the comments, the remarks from your family, from your relatives, and then protect him like how you will protect your own child, Dana.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's quite relevant because for converts we can't we, we when we get married we kind of marry into their family, right? We don't really have a family that, that guides us in terms of what to do in an Islamic marriage. So uh we, we we're kind of taken into our spouses' families. So it's also quite important for the spouse to know that, you know. Uh, we don't have anyone to go back to when we are, as a convert, la, uh, when we talk about Islamic things and we face challenges that are pertaining to faith. So mm-hmm. it's important to act as a proper bridge la, to know that, okay, uh, don't let things overwhelm the convert. Yes. And uh, as with converts, we converts, we we're we just like any other Muslim, you know. Uh, we struggle with our practices. So a, a bit of understanding, a bit of patience, you know, and, and encouragement goes a long way in marriage. Yes, correct. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so uh, next, you know, uh, we talk about uh, challenges, right? We talk about disputes. We talk about uh, being bridges, right? Something mm-hmm. that uh, Islam uh, focuses a lot on uh, resolving disputes in marriage. So, as with uh, many things in in that, that cause a marriage to go, uh, you know, haywire and, and to uh, cause marriages to fail, um, dispute is often one of uh, the, the biggest reasons. People cannot resolve a dispute. People let it get out of hand, and then they decide to get. Uh, they decide to separate. And in Islam, the best way that has been prescribed to us to deal with any issue in the marriage is to approach the other party, the issue with lots of patience, kindness, and respect for the other for the other person. So uh, there are, there are many many. Versus very many, many hadiths about, about patience, about uh, respect, you know, and, and this is something that we emphasize on. So, our our fundamentals to faith uh, episode, uh, second part about marriage, we talked about the roles of a husband and a wife. So, in Islam, there's, there's something like that. And within uh, resolving disputes in a marriage, there is also a sequence. There is also a, uh, you know, uh, for a sequence for Muslims to go through when resolving it. So, at the start, you know, of course, when it's when, when we have a dispute, we solve them uh, within, uh, with our spouses by having a civil discussion. We, we talk, we sit down, we respect, you know, uh, each other. We try to talk about things uh, in a respectful manner, in a sensitive manner, in a way that Islam has taught us to, to, to solve. And then, after that if things still do not um, get better it's not resolved we don't immediately go to uh, divorce or we don't separate you know this yeah. is something that is that, that, we sh- that we shouldn't do rather the second step in that has that been taught to us by Islam is that to get a mediator in, in our affairs so uh, maybe one that is a neutral pa- party preferably and, and and this is the best if one has Islamic knowledge more than uh, much more than we do so preferably our teachers you know uh, oh. the the, the counselors at Daru Akam, you know, um these these are people who are very very experienced in uh managing the issues that are, that, that 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 couples have that couples meet in their marriages. So and, and if that doesn't work out, okay, uh to have both parties present to talk about their religion uh and their challenges, uh the, the, the very last way is to go to have a representative to help you disc- to help you talk about your stance. Who can be more objective and more calm when talking about these issues? So what this means is that the husband sends a representative, the wife sends also another representative with a mediator to talk about her issues and inshallah that will be resolved. And and yeah, so this is kind of like the, the sequence in which uh, Islam encourages us to resolve our disputes in a marriage. And uh, I just wanted to pose the question to Brother Amin, you know, do you do you have a sequence, do you have a system in your marriage to ma- to to talk to handle conflicts?
1: Uh, First of all We must see the nature Of the conflict Is it a major one Or is it a minor one A major one Is something like You know When you lie To lie is a very To me it's a very Major thing la. It's a major Thing that can you know, Make the this uh, Relationship go sour And uh, a minor one Is something like You know or complain about Why the household Is not done These are the minor things But at the end of the day I think for me if, uh, if it's a minor one We can choose To tell them In a nice way Or not Choose to remain silent. Uh, uh, because uh, I would say that uh, when you try to remain silent, you can minimize a lot of unwanted, unnecessary dispute. Yes, and of course, uh, if there's really uh, there's a so called quarrel going on already, there's a conflict already, so both of you start to raise voice. It's better that uh, uh, one party start to walk away and leave each other for for a while, maybe for a few hours or even half a day. Lah. Then subsequently, uh, come back to make settlement uh, with the so-called with your spouse. Uh, I will always suggest that if, if it's not something serious, not something major, the guy should always just take the first step just to offer your apologies and just make the matter uh, close like that. La, instead of just you know dragging on. And then if the, the wife accepts it, just give her a kiss and a hug. And close the case for that day.
0: Uh, Instead of, uh, you know, making an entire conversation and argument out of something that is small. And because of the small matter, let it strain uh, the relationships even further. So, yeah. this, this is something that, that is, is quite special, right, I feel. And, and, you know, thank you so much for sharing also your system to manage these this conflicts in your marriage. And uh, I also have one, one last question on this topic where, you know, uh, you came into Islam in 1995. You got married in 2014. It's been a while since you got married, right? Uh, at the start of your marriage, right, you were, you, you were a different person definitely. And I'm sure you've learned about Islam uh, from then till now, you know. L- when you learn more about Islam... Does, is, does learning about Islam teach you to manage your conflicts better in your marriage? Uh, definitely. La, definitely. But then, uh, I would
1: say that we as humans, sometimes we just uh, couldn't control our emotion at times. Also, yeah. So the, that's why sometimes we get, uh, we also get angry. But then, the, for men, it's easy for us to just so-called like uh, calm down faster than the woman. Because if you compare the male and female psychology, right like, you know, I mean, the female tend to get moody easily, get irritated easily. La. So uh, for, for me is that uh, once I, I mean, I just get over it as soon as possible. La. I try not to drag over it. La. And uh, I would say that even if the couples there's conflicts right now, once I, I, I would say that, the, take these conflicts as a form of blessing. This is why it's, I say it's a form of blessing because take it as a chance to know each other better. Yes. so, uh, so that you know that next time we don't repeat the same thing again so from there we can and I mean we can further improve our relationship
0: Alhamdulillah and uh, something that is also important, like what you mentioned, is is really just understanding your role as a husband and wife in managing relationship. And we go back to the teachings of Islam to to learn about that, where you know it's mentioned that we should be garments for each other. Uh, when it, when it's just like how our clothes keep us warm when it's cold, and we, we, our our clothes also uh, protect us uh, from from exposing our things that our aura things that we're supposed to keep uh, within ourselves as a spouse, we should act this way, not just in a literal way, but in a metaphorical sense. Uh, I think this was very, very good advice. So thank you so much, brother Amin. So uh, our last part of our discussion today, we're going to talk about uh, divorce in Islam. So this is a topic where, you know, many people think it's taboo. And uh, perhaps the reason is because, you know, uh, one of the things that is most hated of permissible things, you know, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is divorce. So, um, divorce is like the least desirable choice to solving marital problems and it should be only the last resort when uh, things really cannot be resolved because of the marriage, we are causing each other to be uh, worse Muslims instead of better Muslims. And then, you know, or when there's even a need to get divorced, perhaps in cases of abuse you know uh, where our spouse just keep uh doing things and, and it shows, shows no signs of repentance you know mm-hmm. even um mental ma- manipulation in marriages this is where the permissibility of a, di- uh, a divorce should be exercised you know to protect our, our own dean first you know right. there's areas where divorce uh, should should happen you know other than that most of the time um it should be the last resort. It should be after after, after trying our best, you know, ensure that this is the right choice to do and then we go on with a divorce. Th- this is the weight of a divorce in Islam and hence, we we Muslims, we should understand that um, in Islam, when we talk about divorce, we need to put in our due diligence to, to, to not take it lightly. That means to get advice, to really put a thought about it, to get counsel from teachers that we know, our family members, before we go through with it. It shouldn't be a one-night decision. It shouldn't be a uh we shouldn't just go on a whim other than cases where, it, where we should as mentioned so our last question of the night uh just uh, to brother amin again you know how do we help converts and muslims who are going through a divorce uh people around us who are, who are managing a divorce how do we help them
1: uh the main concern is always about the, the convert whether will she will he or she uh, renounce islam or not la?
0: Yeah, that's where
1: I believe the organization like the Royal Account will come in and the defender, all these people will come in to help
0: out. Lah. Hmm. So, so like what you mentioned, when it comes to a divorce, uh, we should be, you know, yes, um, you know, although the matter of a divorce is, is, is huge, you know, we should also be focused on the, the dean of people, especially converts who, when they are going through the divorce, do they lose faith in their, in their religion? Do, do they then not want to be a Muslim anymore especially for converts because they came into Islam with a choice so they, they think that when they leave Islam it's also their choice so um, I think that's a very very good point and like you mentioned Arkham and defenders come in to support um, perhaps you know something we can do if we uh, are around converts are facing something like that is, is to you know within perhaps the process of divorce to ask them to seek back uh, the knowledge that they might have forgotten about Islam. So they still remember the purpose why they chose to be in Islam in the first place instead of basing their uh, decisions about faith on their emotions at a point of time. So uh, I think, yeah, you mentioned a good point, you know, uh, even as friends, right? Before divorce, uh, before knowing our friends, you know, uh, they're going through a divorce, we should should see whether uh, they need uh, certain help on whether they can be reconciled with their partners first. Perhaps the first step is to prevent the divorce from happening first, and then after that, subsequently, when they and when everything is inevitable, and Allah is the best of planners, we come in to save their deen We come in to be as friends and remind them of Islam, and and we hold them tight to our community. So yeah, thank you so much for for your sharing, brother. Amin. I mean, really, I really really appreciate it. You know, it's it's been uh it's been it's been quite a discussion. Uh, before we close this session, we will just recite atasfir kafara and Surah asr. So, alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, brother Amin. May Allah bless you and may Allah bless all of us until the next episode. See you guys next week. Assalamualaikum alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.
1: Wa